Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. Trouble with Tribbles, Star Trek, Trouble with Tribbles. The Trouble with Tribbles from Star Trek, the original series, is delightful and humorous adventure. The Enterprise visits a space station that becomes overwhelmed by small furry creatures called Tribbles, which reproduce at an alarming rate. These creatures are brought aboard by interstellar trader Cyro Jones and quickly multiply on both the Enterprise and the station. The crew finds the Tribbles soothing and adorable, but they react negatively to the Klingons. The Enterprise receives a substation emergency transmission from Deep Space Station K-7, and Kirk assumes that the station is under attack by the Klingons. Kirk receives permission to beam over. Kirk is coldly greeted by Nels Berrius, Undersecretary of Agriculture. Berrius demands Federation protection, and he wants security guards placed around the storage compartments of the Quadrotridia Kalia, a grain, wheat, and rye hybrid. Kirk believes Berrius has used trivial uh, used his privileges trivially and the emergency alert and um, using the emergency alert and he wants to refuse entangling the enterprise in the internal matters of K7. Spock states that the Sherman plant affair is a Federation interest and recommends security assistance. Security assistance against the possible Klingon military disruptions. Spock reasons that the Klingons would not enjoy Sherman being developed as a Federation planet. Suppose self-replicating robots are tribbles. Should they be afraid of? The computer ethics associated with building self-replicating robots is fear. Since the nuclear explosion at Hiroshima and Nagasaki, more scientists are alarmed at the unlimited use of technology. Physicist Joseph Rothblatt repeatedly spoke against thinking machines which could also replicate themselves. He considered the possibility of uncontrolled self-replication to be one of the dangers of the new technology. David Brommer considered self-replicating intelligent robots to be more sophisticated sociological problem. Inexorably, we will interact more with machines and less with each other. Already, the average American spends an astonishing large percent of his or her life interfacing with machines. Many return home only to log in anew. Human relationships are a lot of, in a lot of trouble, forged from dirty diapers, lost tempers, and late nights. Machines, on the other hand, can be turned on and off. Already, many of us prefer to forge and maintain relations via email, chats, rooms, and instant messenger rather than person. Despite the promises that the Internet will make, will take us anywhere, we find ourselves hour after hour glued to our chairs. Just feed a robot power and it will reprogram itself to, repro- to produce another robot. The robot will offer entertainment, information, and service, eating up a larger and larger percent of power. The Tribble's purr is the sweetest creature known to man. Likewise, robots grind, uh, grinding of gears is the sweetest sound to the profit margin of man. Tribbles have no teeth. Robots don't have teeth. Robots can be programmed with ethics, flexible emotions, responsive 
to uh, respondent to positive and negative feedback from humans. Intelligent robots have the capacity for good for mankind, medical diagnosis, navigation alerts, and emergency circumvention, ecological cleanup, manufactured, manufacturing value added. What capabilities should be inhibited in robots? What ethic bounds should be set for robots? What constraints should be put in place to safeguard humans? Should robots' populations be inhibited? Robots can have teeth. Robots can be used to build better weapons, unmanned missiles, drones, and anti-aircraft weaponry. Will more countries fight wars with robots, sparing direct loss of life? What will happen when both sides deploy robot armies? In 2004, the U.S. House of Representatives set aside $126 billion for federal research. By 2020, one-third of the U.S. combat aircraft will be unmanned and ground and, and forces will rely heavily on robots, according to Eric Bard. HQ Federation contacts Kirk and orders him to render any safety for the project the Enterprise defects, uh, detects a Klingon battlecruiser and attempts to warn the station. The warning arrives too late. Captain Kolob has already arrived at K-7 and explains that K-7 is chosen as the place of recreation. The Aragonian Pact Treaty does not prohibit Klingons from enjoying recreation on K-7, but the activity does seem suspicious. Kirk agrees to allow 12 Klingons on the space station at a time and to be matched one by, for one by the Federation security personnel. The Tribble has a tranquilizing effect on the human nervous systems. Humans can feel affectionate for robots. In 1996, Tamagotchi, the lovable egg, was released to customers. Tamagotchi uh, let its owner know when it wanted affection beeped and cried with sounds that would get louder and louder if ignored, and the toy would act loud and reckless. If Tomoguchi was ignored for a prolonged period of time, it would become ill. Business people would admit to postponing meetings to remove their virtual waste or feed their virtual pets. Owners often feel attached to their digital pets and post memorial messages for their departed virtual pet in the web cemetery. Cells of Tomoguchi exceeded 10 million units. Tribble body structure is 50% dedicated to reproduction. After being fed, tribbles reproduce every 12 hours with a litter of 11. What do you get when you feed a tribble? You get a lot of hungry little tribbles. Tribbles don't like Klingons and emit a shrilling sound around them. Apparently, tribbles can sense and understand people's mental states, or in other words, tribble can empathize. Empathy gives the Tribble access to the other person's mental state and emotional interactions. Tribbles respond negatively to the emotion of hate. Spock perceives parallel, peril in allowing Tribbles to breed. Spock quotes Jesus, Consider the lilies of the field, how they toil not. Tribbles are born pregnant, bisexual, and can reproduce at will. Tribbles consume supplies and return nothing. A fight breaks out between the Klingons and Federation security crew. 
Scotty throws the first punch after a Klingon says the Enterprise should not be hauling garbage, should not be um, allowed to even haul garbage. The Enterprise should be hauling away its garbage. Kirk cancels shore leave. Kirk discovers that Scotty stopped Chekhov from the confrontation, from confronting the Klingons after they made rude comments about the captain, with Scotty telling Chekhov they were big enough to take a few insults. Kirk says, Ask Scotty, then why did you strike the Klingons? Scotty replies, It was a matter of pride. Sereno Jones is accused of being a Klingon agent, but the evidence does not hold up against him. Surio Jones is an asteroid prospector and collector of rare merchandise. The Tribble population has reached an alarming 1 million Tribbles. The Tribbles have eaten the wheat, but most of the Tribbles are dead. Doctor, um, Dar- Mr. Darwin has poisoned the grain with a virus designed to remove all nutrient elements of the wheat. The Tribbles have starved to death. Kirk forces Serenity. Serrano Jones to agree to clean up the space station and Spock estimates cleanup will take uh, Serrano 17.9 years. Scotty admits to transport all the Tribbles on the Enterprise to the engine room of the Klingon's ship saying no Tribble at all. During the Great Depression, farmers were struggling with low prices from crops and livestock. In the 1930s, prices dropped so many farmers went bankrupt and lost their farms. The wheat market was especially important and allowed farmers and middlemen who held grain stores over the winter to sell their crops at higher prices in the spring. However, the Great Depression hit North America in 1929, uh, demanding all of the sudden dried, all the demands suddenly dried up for most of the foodstuffs, while Europe imposed quotas, embargoes, and Argentina and Australia swamped the markets with their exports. Another record grain crop in 1931 was harvested with little hope for, as wheat prices dropped, wheat had again become competitive in the world markets, surging 75% above 1929 levels. Even though grain prices were low because overall overall world production, American farmers had kept planting larger acreages in hope of getting enough cash to pay off debts. Wheat uh, prices bobbed along. The overproduction of grain led to surpluses and prices even uh, causing prices to drop even further, making it difficult for farmers to make a profit and pay off their debts, leading to bankruptcy and foreclosures. So again, this is an example of a Tribble scenario where uh, wheat became like the Tribble. It was overproduction and that overproduction caused a drop in, in price and then the inability um, for the farmers to pay off their debt. In the Great Depression, there was the economy was in a pile of glue and the people were starving. Banks failed and people lost their savings. Farmers were desperate to pay their debt, but were slowly bleeding out. Neglect of the land was a significant contributor to the Dust Bowls. The government had stopped stepping in and shaped the price and the flow of food to force prices up. The welfare state was born and the government became the market. The civilian conservative camps built dams, bridges, retains roads and lakes and ponds. The government bought surplus corn, beans and flour, distributed it to the needy. 
Over 6 million pigs were slaughtered and meat given to the relief organization. The Volstead Act permitted the sale of 3.2% beer. Sitting Bull predicted the land would get its revenge on the whites who forced the Indians off their grasslands. The Great Depression, was a, Great Depression was a period of significant economic declines, characterized by 29% drop in GDP from 29 to 33. Unemployment reached 25% of the workforce. Banks failed, causing millions to lose their savings. The crisis spread to widespread hunger, homelessness, and uh, social unheaval. This is much like the effect of the Tribbles on the grain source. The money all dried up. Farmers faced debt and foreclosures while businesses closed their doors. The government intervention included the New Deal aimed at stabilizing the economy and providing relief to struggling citizens. This period demonstrates the indispensable role of government in addressing economic crisis. Actually, if the, cri- uh, the government had done nothing, the the free market would have uh, liquidated the debt quicker and recovery would have occurred faster. So that's uh, um, the return to depression economics should be liquidate bad investments and then uh, begin taking good investments and building on what what is uh, healthy instead of prolonging investments that are are bad. Bacteria. Trouble with, with triples and are can be compared to like bacteria. If we thought bacteria can cause serious health problems in humans and other animals, while tribbles are harmless. However, there are some bacteria, if they increase in size, um, maybe, or in certain populations, might not be harmful. But say like in the area of an infection, if the bacteria gets too, too ramp, uh, grows too large, it can lead to systemic shock or failure. Bacteria can be beneficial, such as those found in the human gut, while tribbles don't have any known benefits other than uh, they're soothing to people that hold them. Bacteria can be controlled with antibiotics and other treatments, while tribbles were easily removed by beaming them onto the Klingon ship. Uh, Bacteria are much smaller than tribbles and cannot be seen with the naked eye. So that's kind of the analysis there. Um, Both tribbles and bacteria can reproduce quickly in large numbers. Both can reproduce through sexual reproduction, although it's unclear if tribbles uh, reproduce sexually or asexually. Both can be affected by infections, such as bacteria, viral, or yeast infections. Both have a symbiotic relationship with the other organisms. For example, some bacteria have symbiotic relationships with nematodes where they kill the insect and reproduce within the insect uh, cadaver. Both can share or recombine genes with other organisms. For example, bacteria can share genes through bacterial sex where uh, strains can recombine instant 
uh, dispensably and unique genes into a new offspring. Similarly, viruses can share or recombine genes when two viruses infect a host cell at the same time. There is no connection between the money slot supply and expansion, but I will say that when money sp ex expands exponentially and increases in the circulation through the economy, it's harmful for the economy because it dilutes the money supply. Um, and so in that sense, it's any, like triples, when they reproduced to a certain population, they were a a nuisance, and then at some point they were a danger. Uh, the same thing is true with increase in money supply. It causes inflation and devaluation. And if there's too much money printed, then it causes systemic failure called hyperinflation.